that's gonna remain us. We gon' never ever change her. We gon' never ever change her. We gon' never ever change her. Money, 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 money team. 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 Money, 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 money team. 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 Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? Hello, 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 wide world of the internet podcast universe. How are you guys doing today? You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sunny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a subscriber if you are a subscriber. Thanks for coming back if you're returned listener and if you're not if this is the first time you're listening to the yfy podcast welcome to the family welcome to the club i'm happy to have you guys here excited to share some information with you to talk about some things that are on my mind to inspire you to take your career this beautiful career that you've decided to embark on take it to the next level And for those of you that are new, the YFY podcast is focused on growing, focused on inspiring, focused on educating, focused on dropping some knowledge, and just really sharing insights and things that I learn as I'm building my company, the Salon 1.0. As we go from one location to two to three to four to five, we've learned some things over the last eight years. And a couple of years ago, I decided to become an author and wrote the book, YFYI, your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive but thrive in the business of beauty. And as soon as I finished writing the book, I knew I had to do a podcast because it gave me an opportunity to expand on topics. And as I was on the book tour and you know, I travel around the country and I meet people every corner of this beautiful land, what I find is a couple of things. I find that we're all very similar, no matter where I go from you know, where I'm at, my home base in Florida, all the way out to wherever, we're all very similar. That's one thing I find out right away. And the other thing I find out is that we're all really after a lot of the same things. You know, we want to we wanna be in a career, we want to have a job that's fulfilling, that gives us, you know, that has meaning, that gives us some sense of it's significant, we're making, we're able to make a difference in the world. You know, so we're after the same thing. And as I field questions and I talk to people at you know the book signings, I get to hear a lot of different things. And so I decided to start doing the podcast so I could keep the conversation going. So that's a big reason why. And it gives me an opportunity also to share just real-time things, real-time updates, real-time like what's happening in my business right now uh, in the moment. So I'm excited to be here, excited to share. And thanks for tuning in. If you don't have a copy of YFYI, the book, then you can get your copy. All you have to do is go to yourfirstyearin.com. That's yourfirstyearin.com. Order yourself a copy. I will sign it, put it in an envelope with my own two hands, with some other goodies, and it'll be on its way in the mail, on its way to your house, to your destination. So this being episode 86, and there's a little uh, thing that I've been doing that I thought was you know perfect time to do. This is going to be what I call 
the money episode. In the last money episode, I think I did, it was like 78. So every so many episodes, I do what I call a money episode where I really kind of dig into numbers, focus on money, focus on finance, focus on things that you could or could not be doing that could affect your bottom line. Now, if you look at yourself as a business, then hats off to you. You're looking at yourself exactly how you should. Now, if you work for the guy or the girl or the company or whoever, and you think that you just have a job, then you are absolutely right. You just have a job. But if you think that you're a business working within a business, building an empire, then you are absolutely right. You are a business working within a business, building an empire. A lot of people don't look at themselves that way. You know, they look at themselves as just, you know, I have a job, uh, you know, luckily, and I'm just going to do my job and, you know, try not to disrupt anything and try not to, you know, I don't, you know, just want to blend in with the paint on the walls and just exist. And if that's what makes you happy, then keep on going with that. But if you're looking for a little something extra, if you're looking for a little more than that, then this is definitely, you know, an episode that I think you'll appreciate as a way to look at how you approach your career and how do you how you approach your income. You know, recently I was I did a training with my company and we're having a huge, you know, update for 2018, lots of different things from you know, from compensation to just our approach and revenue and all of the things that we looked at, you know, from the business standpoint, how we're looking at, you know, how we earn money, ways to earn money, you know, so we focused a lot of it around the financial picture because as a business that's for profit, which we are, you know, if we don't realize for the profit, if we don't realize the profit of our business, then A, we need to rethink and maybe become a nonprofit, or B, we need to rethink and maybe not exist as a business. And for yourself, it's the same thing. Like if you're in business, how long, how long do you stay in business, <clears throat> not realize a profit, not make any money? I mean, not very long. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, small businesses when they start, you're not going to make profit right away. You know, you're not going to be rolling in the money right away. But if you're a for-profit business, then one of your goals, one of your objectives is to realize a profit or else you are a non-profit or else you are, maybe you have an unlimited, I don't know if you have a trust fund or an unlimited credit line, but or else you are not really doing the business. You're not in business. You're, you know, you're faking it and you've never made it, my friend. And so... When you look at yourself and you look at your business, that's something I want you to kind of be thinking about. You know, are you profitable as a business? You know, and that's really when, you know, when we dig into like the money episodes, that's, you know, it's fun to talk about this stuff. Now, I got to give my disclaimer before I go any further, right? Because people are weird and they're going to be like, well, you know, he told me that da 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 And then I'm going to be like, well, not quite. I am not an accountant. So I'm not giving you this advice for you to go and, you know, you cash out your 401k or whatever you got going on and change your, you know, bank to a bank of whoever the hell cares. I'm not, that's not what this information is about. This information is strictly my opinion and thoughts. 
on the financial situation that you may or I may or some of my companies people may find themselves in. Just a POV, folks. Just a point of view. So that's I have to say I have to say that because right we're in this crazy world now where you know you heard something on the, the YFY podcast and now you're you know you're writing me a nasty email or dropping a Facebook message or hit me on the DM on Instagram talking about how I ruined your your financial life and you're you don't know what to do and I'm not having it I'm not having it so I put that disclaimer in there so if you decide to get a little froggy. And uh, come back later. We got a record of it, dude. We got a record of it. So why do I do the money episode? Really because that's one of the big things. When I go around this beautiful country and I talk to, you know, future stylists and current stylists and, you know, just business owners of all walks and shapes and just people in general, a lot of people don't really know, like, they don't know how they get paid. They don't know what numbers to pay attention to. They don't know what's realistic. They don't even know like what to expect, like how much money they could make or should make or or even want to make. Like having a goal. Let's start there. Like even that. You know, and so as I find this out, I'm like, you know, we gotta bring we gotta put some light on the convo. So this is how I'm shedding some light on that conversation. You know, and I was in the same boat. I think I worked, I was in the beauty industry probably for like three years, four years. And uh, honestly, you know, I had one of the jobs that I had, I didn't even know how much I was getting paid. It was an hourly thing. I didn't know how much I was getting paid an hour. No clue. Um, the other one, I had an idea of the commission, but I didn't really know how it worked, why it worked, what worked, you know, and was I tracking? No, I looked at a piece of paper, had a bunch of numbers on it, but was I tracking? Like, was I studying my business, writing the numbers down really? No. You know, and, and at that point, it was nothing wrong with that. It just was, I didn't have, I didn't, and no sense of urgency. No one ever said like that was important. So I wasn't really like that keen. And then I started listening and paying attention and hearing my mentor say, you know, if you keep score, you do more. And I heard that, but didn't really get it. it took a while before I finally realized like what keeping score was. And I say that to my people every single day, as I'm saying to you now. You keep score, you do more. So if you're taking notes, write it down. If you're on a treadmill running, remember that. If you're riding in the car, please do not write it down. Pay attention to the road. Remember that. Come back, earmark it, bookmark it. If you keep score, you do more in anything, right? I'm a, you know, a triathlete, not a pro, working on it, but I'm a triathlete. So that means I compete you know, this year, four times this year, I go out there and I do a triathlon. That means I'm going to run a bunch of miles, swim some, you know, swim a bunch, you know, bike a bunch. And then that's the end of the triathlon. Now, here's the deal. Every time I go to one of those, they give me a little bracelet and I strap it on my ankle and it has a timing chip in it. What else that could be called is a keep scoring chip in it. Meaning it keeps score, it keeps track of when I get out of the water, get in the water, get back to my bike, put, you know, how long it takes me to get my shoes on, get my bike and get out of the transition area onto the road. It times me when I come back into the transition area, how long again it takes me to get 
my bike back on the rack, get my running shoes on, and get out of the transition area, run the course, and run back to the finish line. It times every single thing I'm doing. It is keeping score. And then I get you know the printout, I get to go see my numbers, and then I know for next time what I could be working on in between now and then to improve my score. So that's keeping score, guys. And it's the same thing if you're trying to lose weight and you don't get on a scale or you're afraid to look at the scale, you're not keeping score. If you're trying to save money, you don't have a target, you don't have a starting point, how are you going to close the gap? You know, and that's a big thing. So when I look at businesses, I look at numbers, I examine it, that's what I'm looking for. And so when we talk about like earning money, right? Everybody wants to, if you ask a room, earn more money. taking a sip of my espresso blonde roast with some bubs all natural in it <laughs> those are not paid endorsements but uh just on a side note i'm i'm drinking so i've got i've got the verissimo if you guys don't know what a verissimo is i don't know where you've been uh but starbucks they sell this verissimo so i mean like their version of a, a keurig but I think it's just amazing because what you get in the Verissimo is you get this little machine and you buy these little pods exclusively from Starbucks and they're espresso. You can get different flavors from, you know, blonde espresso. You can get the Ethiopia when they have seasonal. You get these little pods and you pop them in there, you know, similar to your curry. You can brew it and you can brew it as a shot of espresso or you can brew it in like a coffee mode, get like a full coffee. So I've been enjoying that, you know, at the house. What I'll do is I'll pop one in, boom, and I'll take it with just like, you know, a spoon of honey, a little sweetener. And then I discovered this product that's uh, that's out there. It's called Bubs. Bubs Naturals. So Bubs Naturals, it's a collagen protein. So I'll put a, you know, a couple tablespoons of the protein in there. And if you don't know, uh, collagen protein, we'll talk more about it later, but it's the most abundant protein in the human body. And uh, as you as you age, meaning the minute you come out of the womb, kicking and screaming and crying, as you age, you know you 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 lose that uh, that that protein. It kind of slowly kind of diminishes. This helps kind of boost it up. Helps with things like recovery. Helps with things like your joints. Helps with things like healthy skin, hair, and nails. And all around, just it's like good, good, uh, good for your entire body. So I throw some of that in there, boom. And so I'm like sipping on it, it's tasting good. And you know, for it's a powder, it's a protein, but it has like really no taste, so it doesn't alter the taste. So I've just pretty much got my espresso with the honey with some bubs. So yeah, check out bubs. If you want to check out bubs naturals, uh, if you want, I don't know if I have a referral code, but maybe I do, maybe I don't. Um, if I do, I'll hit you up. You probably save some money, but check it out. And the cool thing about their company is ten percent all their, uh, all their the money coming in goes to support veterans, veteran organization for one of the guys that we lost in the uh, in the Benghazi attack. So Bub, his name's actually Glenn Doherty, but uh, his nickname's Bub. So they kind of this product was inspired by his life and uh, made really in in his honor. And high-quality product, great guys over there at Bub's Naturals. Check them out on the gram or on the internet.
but I just been enjoying it. You know, I mix it in my coffee every day and boom. Unless I don't have a coffee, then I don't mix it in. If I just have like my um, any other supplements, if I take like my multi, you know, isotonic vitamins, I'll mix it in there. But I mix it in whatever liquid I'm drinking in the morning. Try to get a little, you know, scoop in there maybe in the evening. But it's pretty awesome. So more on that in a health episode. Back to the money. Yeah, that was a commercial. Non-paid, of course, non-paid. Non-paid endorsement. So back to the money. Let's talk about it. So money, right? It's that little piece of paper or that little coin that we get and it's hard to hold on to, ain't it? Hard to hold on to. But every room I go in, you know, I always, when I when I get to a certain point in my presentation, I talk about money, I ask the question, who in here wants to make money doing this, doing this, you know, career, like coming into whether you're in the beauty industry, whatever career you're in, I'm sure you didn't probably get into it unless, like, honestly, yeah, unless it's a nonprofit to like lose money or not make money, right? So that's the question. Who in here wants to make more money? Hands in the air, hands in the air. Every hand goes up. And if you don't raise your hand, you know, I know you'd probably lie about some other stuff too, or you're just too lazy to raise your hand. But people want to make more money. So the thing I want to examine real quick with you guys today is talk about opportunities to make money in a calendar year. So we all know in a year, how many days are there, right? Ding, 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 365, Sonny. Yeah, that's correct. Give yourself a hand. So 365 days in a year. That's part one of the question. How many days are there in a year? Here's part two. How many days in a year do you have the opportunity to earn money? Some of you are crunching numbers. Well, let's see. You know, well, you know, I go to my job. Uh, I don't know. I work uh, five days a week and then uh, there's uh, 52 weeks. How many days? The answer is exactly the same, guys. It's 365 days. A lot of people aren't like understanding the concept of just that. And that's you leaving a lot of money on the table. So if you actually have 365 days a year, you actually have 365 days or opportunities to earn money. So let's take a look at the money you could potentially be leaving on the table and, and what you might, how you might approach that a little bit differently. So we know for most people, and this is in America, this is in America, this isn't in every other country. And that's why you find, you know, if you read the, the Hustle Muscle chapter, or if you read, you know, the, the, the um, I think that's what chapter is that in the book? I think it's chapter four or five, Hustle Muscle. You know, I talk about the immigrant hustle. I talk about how I'm an immigrant at heart and I advise you to meet an immigrant, get to know an immigrant. But you find that a lot of immigrants, when they come to our country and become millionaires, quickly that you're like sitting around wondering like, well, shit, I was born here. I've been here my whole life. Right. And you're like, well, I'm not a millionaire. And this person came here. They didn't even speak a lick of English when they got here. And then in the shorter span of time than it took me to be here my whole life, they're now a millionaire. Why does that happen? 
Why are immigrants more likely to become millionaires in the United States than Americans born in the United States? Why? Well, because they come with a different mentality. They come with what I call the immigrant hustle. They come with the idea and the I in the mindset that if there's 365 days a year, I'm going to earn money 365 days a year. Whereas Americans, we are conditioned that, well, a week is not seven days. We're conditioned a week is five days. So let's start with that. If a week is five days and you have 52 so-called weeks in a year, pull up my little calculator. So if you have 52 weeks in a year times five days equals 260 days. Now, if you were paying attention, if you look at your notes, we just said that 365 days are in a year. But if you're conditioned that a week is five days, and you have five days times 52 weeks, you now have 260 days a year. Now, if I come to America... And I'm like, well, there's 365 days a year. America's the land of opportunity. I'm going to take advantage of every single opportunity, all 365 opportunities that exist in a year. I've already got you because at your 365 days, take away your 260 days, I've got a 105-day advantage. So if I have a 105-day advantage on you, after two years, we'll just say three years. So after three years, so that's 365 days times three. There's a total of 1,095 days. But you've been working the conditioned five days a week. So you've been working 260 days times three. That's 780 days. And now let's do the math on that. So I'm, I got my hustle on. I'm taking advantage of every single opportunity. 1,095 days. You're taking advantage of the five-day opportunity known as the conditioned American work week. 780 days. So let's take away that 780 days. After three years, guys. After three years. <laughs> After three years, I've worked an additional 315 days. So, if you're listening, basically what I'm telling you is that you've now worked, after three years, 780 days. You've worked 780 days. I've worked 1,095 days or 315 more days than you. I've almost worked an entire year more than you because I'm looking at 365 as the opportunity, <clears throat> not five days a week as the opportunity. Are you guys, are you guys catching what I'm laying down? I need you to think differently about how you approach it because if you're approaching you're a year like that, you know, think about that. And then you're looking at that person wondering how did they, how are they, you know, so, you know, doing so well or so much further ahead or whatever it is, you know, how did they accomplish that? 
and I've been we've been doing this the same amount of time, but I'm looking at them and I'm like, damn, what what's going on? They found a way to seize more opportunity than you. I mean, if you just take Saturdays and Sundays, you can pick any two days you want, but you're going to do the math and find out because every calendar year could be a little different. Sometimes you have a leap year depending on when a day or when a year starts. It might be different. But if you just take like a calendar year and you take out those two days a week, you know, there's like 53 Saturdays in the year, 53 Sundays, or if you're off, you know, Sunday, Monday, 53, whatever two days you want to take away from your seven, you know, find out how many days. And then think about like, is there an opportunity on those days? Is there an opportunity on those days? I look at that even as as a business. Like I understand like if my businesses are open, like some of my businesses are open, you know, anywhere three days. I got business open five days. I got businesses open six days. And I got businesses that are open seven days a week. But in all the math, it's the math. So if I expand days, that's more opportunity. So when you look at how many days you're, you're focusing on your business. Now, of course, you got to add in, are you being productive? Because you could be there watching pain peel and picking your nose. And that's you quote unquote, you're in the business, but you're not doing the business. But I want you to think about is there other opportunities that I could be taking advantage of? And what are your goals? You know, what are your goals? Because now when you talk about earning potential, let's just say those two people, you had the one that had the hustle, you had the one that had the hustle muscle that's worth that's taking advantage seven days a week. Now, here now I know her here we go. Well, you know, is it really realistic to work seven days a week? I don't know. Are there people out there doing it? I'm pretty sure there are. I'm pretty sure there are. And there's also, you know, what do you consider a day? I mean, we haven't even gotten into 24 hours. Well, you got to sleep. I know all that. We haven't even gotten into that. You know, how many hours is an actual day? You know, because what if, right? What if you break down the hours and you're now working, say, eight hours a day? Five days a week, that's 40 hours. And then person B says, okay, well, I'm not working technically, I'm not working, you know, seven days a week, but in those same five days, maybe I'm working 15 hours a day. So that's another way to capitalize on the opportunity. I'm still working twice as much as you, but in the same amount of days. Because at the end of it, right you're you're going to still have your two days off if you wanted them but could you squeeze more out of a day you know and most people that 40 hour work week they're not even really putting in that cuz when you minus you know all of the time out for like goofing off picking your nose going to the bathroom eating and all that you're probably even if you're in the space 40 hours you're probably coming in somewhere around like 32 33 so this is like seven straight up hours lost. So what this what this conversation is about, it's about attention and awareness to where your time is going and to the missed opportunity, potential missed opportunity that may be right in front of you. So I want you to be thinking, could you be doing more days? Could you be doing more hours in a day? 
what and then the last thing I need you to figure out and you got to go back and do your own math. <clears throat> you have to do your own math on your situation to really come up with the calculation. Now this last piece, this last piece. So the first piece is how many opportunities you have a year, 365. The second piece you want to figure out is how many are you taking advantage of right now. If you're following the condition norm of five days a work week, and you count that as a week and you do five days 52 times, you're at 260 days. You're already, you're already at a 105-day, uh, we'll call that a 105-day deficit or loss. And what could you be doing with those other 105 days? And then the, the next thing you're thinking about is out of those 260 days, if you're doing the five-day work week, how many of those days, each day, hours productive? Now, how are you going to know that? How are you going to know how many hours you have productive? Well, this brings us to the last piece. The last piece is figuring out your production per hour. You know, production per hour. Your production per hour. We'll call PPH, production per hour. PPH. So what you'd have to do is in your J-O-B or wherever you're at, is basically if you do get a paycheck from that place and you have a calculator, all you're going to do is, number one, you're going to have to have clocked the exact time you were there. Then you're going to just divide that time into that money. Divide that time into that money. So a quick example, we'll just say, you know, say for that that week, right? You were there. You were there. You know, forty. We'll just keep it easy. Keep the math easy. You were there forty hours. And for that week, now some of you might get paid biweekly. You might, you know, just divide it in in half if you want to do by week. I suggest you do by week because you got to get. Here's what you got to get to. You got to get to the by hour. So if we take that, you know, that four week. For a week compensation, we'll just say, to keep it simple, a thousand. We'll just say a thousand, and that was you know in your pocket what you took. So then, when you take that thousand, and you divide that by your forty hours, what you come up with is twenty five dollars an hour. So that gives you a starting point. So now that you know that you're doing $25 an hour, you can then make decisions. Do Can I or do I want to increase my rate per hour? Am I willing to like work on that piece? Am I going to look at maybe I'm going to add a day, right? What if you added a day and you say you were doing eight-hour days because you're doing five days a week right now. What if you added a day, eight hours, and you know you're doing $25 an hour. So if you take another day, that 25 times 8, you add one more day, that adds, if you added a day, that adds another $200. So if you add a day, that adds 200 bucks. So now you've got $1,200 in that week, right? Because there's still seven days in a week. So you got $1,200 in that week. 
So you potentially go from, we'll just say a month, you were doing the same thing, 40 hours a week, $1,000 a week, 40 hours. So in the end of that month, right, four weeks, right, times, so 40 hours times four weeks. So in the end of that month, you did 160 hours and you did $4,000. So right, you had that same $4,000 divided by that 160 hours you're at $25 an hour, right? So now you added a day. So what you did was you added one day a week and you did that just for one month, just for one month, right? So four days additional. So now you're at, you know, 48 hours a week times four weeks in the month. So now you're at 192 hours, 192 hours, but because each day we know you're doing $200 a day because you're clocking $25 an hour. So in that, instead of that 4,000, now you got 200 additional dollars a week. You now you're up to $4,800. So now you're up to $4,800 in that month because you clocked an additional day. And you're at 192 hours. So that just added that $800 in one month. Only thing you did was you added a day. You didn't change your hourly rate. Now, we start getting into the, the weeds on this. You could see where I'm going to go next. What if you did both, right? What if you found a way, you worked with your company and found a way to increase the value and you went even up to just $5 more an hour and added a day. And this, my friends, this is what that, that immigrant hustle mentality is because they're trying to do both. That's called squeezing everything you can out of the opportunity that's in front of you. They're not just adding a day. They're adding two days. They're not just adding $5. They're adding $10 over that hourly rate. But what I'm giving you is I'm, I want to give you some ideas so you can think about it. Now, if you think, well, I'm, I'm in a fixed income, Sonny, like I, I get paid X an hour. That's just because that's what you've accepted. That's not what you get paid. That's what you've agreed to. I guarantee if you went to that company, the owner, your boss, your manager and said, hey, what can I do to, to get more out of an hour of my time? They would come up with a list, Right. What can I do to bring more value and get more out of a day, more out of an hour and increase the amount of revenue that I'm, that I'm taking home here? They will come up with a list, right? And other scenario, you're only getting paid a few couple, a couple of ways. You got, you're either salary or commission, you're hourly, right? You're, you're per performance. You know, we'll talk about those later. But if you're commission, we'll touch on that one for a second, right? Whatever your commission is. Like you have an opportunity now, you have to figure out how do I increase my production within an hour if my commission is X? What if I want to get more out of my commission? Same conversation. What can I do to increase that commission? Could be based on production, could be based on something else. You have to have that conversation. And then could I expand the day? Right? Could I expand the day? Well, I don't want to get burned out. Oh, da, da, da. You know, all that stuff we hear, that's all conditioning. Burnout is a joke. 
Because I'll tell you what, if you're doing something you love and enjoy, you're not going to be burnt out. You love doing it. You can still save your day. I know there's a, that there's a book out there that talked about the seventh day is when you rest. But that's after you've been crushing it for six days. It didn't say the sixth and the seventh day you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and chill. No, that's not what it said, guys. That's not what it said. It said that everything was built in six days and on the seventh day, there was a rest day. Okay? That's how it went down. That's how it went down. So I wanted to share this information with you guys because I need you to figure out. Do your math. I need you to figure this out. We'll talk about this a little bit more and what the conversation would look like. I know a lot of you want to hear that conversation. You know, I've had that conversation multiple times with people and what that conversation would look like. And we're going to explore in the next money episode, we're going to explore where some other opportunities uh, might lie, you know, around what you're already doing that you could add some flow. I mean, there's lots of things. I mean, from, you know, another flow could even like when you start talking about like, well, you know, what what if I start another business you know what if you started making money online that that works when i talk about those seven days a week that's what i'm talking about you're making money online now you're talking 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year potential opportunity so what if you had that you know i'm going to share some ideas on that how to get more money out of currently what you're doing how to increase your production per hour, how to also increase the dollar per hour. So we're going to dig into some more of those. But your mission between now and that next episode is to figure out how many days you're leaving on the table right now to figure out that first, how many, how much you're producing right now. And then when we get back together, we'll talk about how we grow that. So I hope this, I hope this gives you guys just a little bit of insight Hope it inspires you to dig into your own numbers and figure it out. So you can then, information is power. You then can have that information and work on increasing the amount of money that you're making. Because everybody says, I want to do it, I want to do it. If you're not where you want to be producing and taking home the money that you want to make, you have no one to blame except that dude or dudette looking back at you in the mirror. And it's not the company's fault, it's not your your boss's fault, it's not your mom's fault, it's not your dad's fault, it is your fault. Because the companies that exist, they're there to generate revenue, to make a profit. And if you're helping participate in that, and you're helping them succeed in their financial goal, then you should also be looking to succeed and them helping you to succeed in your financial goal. And that's the conversation, guys. So hopefully you'll take this information and roll with it. Roll with it all the way to the bank. And as always, you know, I hope you guys are uh, are digging it. I hope you're I hope you're uh, doing well and I hope that you will take this information. Pass it on to somebody. Maybe pass it on yourself again and stay tuned for another money episode. And remember, if you haven't got your copy of YFY the book, just a few couple more things. I want you to go ahead and grab your copy, yourfirstyearin.com. If you're not a subscriber to the podcast, 
yfyipodcast.com if you want to share that link with somebody. And I've been asking for reviews and ratings in the podcast store. You leave a five-star review. You leave a rating. You get some exclusive swag. If you haven't seen the swag, check out at your first year on Instagram. You can see I've got these limited edition iHeartYFY t-shirts. They're not for sale. You get them by leaving a five-star review. Hopefully, if you like the podcast, you'll leave a five-star review. And then write a little, little review. You know, Do the rating. Write the review. Post it on the podcast store. Then what happens is it takes about 24 hours that'll come up and you can share that with me and once I identify you I will mail you your t-shirt and some goodies for doing that because that's going to help the podcast uh, get more visibility and become discoverable one of my goals with this podcast is to have it be one of the top podcasts in the podcast store and you can help achieve that goal so guys and girls that is all for now. And I hope you're crushing it. I hope you're going to continue to crush it as we finish out this year. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the love that you guys share as you guys are reading the book and giving feedback and checking in and hit me up on Snapchat and all these different places. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And I will be talking to you soon. And remember... This is the YFYI podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Take it back when I was 17. Distribution light and Medellin. Take a look into my eyes, you can see the pain. Figure what I really mean. Mama move me out the hood, they can never take me from it. I'ma never leave. So I had to get a money team. Money, 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 money team. I remember it was all a dream. Like we living it in what it seems. Floor got me feeling like a million, million moon, walking like I'm Billy Jean. Southside Finch, I done came up from the bottom of the bottom. Look at me. Now I'm the money team. Money, 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 money team.